Hello and welcome back to another episode of our new podcast, Telegraph Local's new podcast, Unredacted. We have an interesting show for you today. I'm your host, Bart, and let me remind everyone listening today that if you want these stories to read, if you want to actually take a look at the stories online where you can read them verbatim, go to telegraphlocal.com and take a look. Take a look around, click on our political topics, click on our science topics, click everywhere you'd like. So this is the deal with today. So we're gonna I didn't even want to talk about this with you guys. I thought this was really a waste of time. I thought it was petty. I thought it was childish. And I really didn't want to bring it up. But it's it's created such a hoo-ha that I think we should address it. We should take a look at it. We're going to talk today about uh, this whole Twitter feud with Donald Trump and uh, I guess Donald Trump and Jack Dorsey and Joel Roth and all that. We're going to go into big detail. We're going to look into Jack Dorsey. We're going to look into Joel Roth. We're going to go back and forth on some of the the tweets that have have gone out. Um, We're we're just going to kind of take it slow and and look at the real question, because I don't think the real question is about the tweet. I don't think the real question is about them fact-checking it. I think the real question here is about freedom of speech. Um, Should these CEOs of these big tech companies be in charge of freedom of speech? They run platforms that welcome freedom of speech. But do they have the right to censor it? Do they have the right to fact-check it? And I think that's really the main topic here. So I'm not going to concentrate too much on how ridiculous I think the feud is and who's right and who's wrong. We're just going to take a, take a, a bigger look into what the, I think the real issue is with this. And from what I understand, President Trump is in the Oval Office now getting ready to sign an executive order that is going to not be so good for the tech industry. Um, so I don't know what that is. We're going to be live while he's doing it. I guess we'll probably throw that in another show uh, tomorrow or Monday. But let's dive into it real quick. So we did a bunch of background work on the show. We spent about, I don't know, about 10 hours researching this because I really wanted to make sure we had everything down that we needed. Jack Dorsey, if you don't know, is the CEO of Twitter. Sites like Facebook and Twitter have been able to hide under a provision in USC 230. A provision, it really, it's Communication Decency Act is what it's called. And what it says is that no provider or user of an interactive computer service shall be treated as a publisher or speaker of any information provided by another information content provider. So pretty what it's saying is when, when you or I go on Twitter or Facebook and we publish something, we write something, whether it's true, false, whether it's slanderous or not, that Facebook, Twitter, Google, things like that won't be held liable because they didn't actually write it. They didn't post it. We posted it, you and I, or whoever posted it. So that's what they've been protected by since 1996. They're not considered a publishing platform. They're considered a free speech platform. So what this means is that they're not held under the same rules and guidelines as we are as a news publisher or Fox News or CNN or Washington Post are held under completely different rules. Section 230 of the Communication Decency Act is something that saves them from having to be put under that act. They're not responsible for what individual users write and post on their site, which 
I agree with that. I don't disagree with that at all. I think there's no way in the world – it's almost impossible for you to police everything that someone is writing. Although they seem to have gotten very good at it, I, I really don't feel that it's Jack Dorsey's fault or that it is Mark Zuckerberg's um, um, place to police that because it's a free police platform. Jack Dorsey, who is 43 years old, has a net worth of $4.9 billion, but he also founded, co-founded Squarespace. So it's not just Twitter that he owns. He also owns a, a chunk of Squarespace, which he has said that he was going to give his stock away from Squarespace, and that's fine. But the reality of it is, as of this point, he still owns Squarespace as well. Uh, Squarespace is another social media platform. He hired um, someone named Yoel Roth. Yoel Roth is considered the head of site integrity. And these are the two people we're going to be talking about today. So let me give you some background on Yoel Roth. Yoel Roth, uh, according to LinkedIn, has been employed at Twitter for four years and 11 months. He started in July of 2015. He started as a product trust partner. So when he came on board to Twitter, he didn't come into what he is now as head of site integrity. He came as a product trust partner. But before Twitter, he fixed Macs at an Apple store. He was considered an Apple genius. You know, when you go into the Apple store and you get him to fix your phone or you ask him a question or take your tablet to fix it, he was the one you would speak to. Yoel Roth also has a PhD in communication from the University of Pennsylvania. So he's a smart guy. He knows computers. He knows communication, which I'm sure is why he's the head of site integrity after just four years and 11 months at a, a multi-billion dollar corporation, which is fine. We don't, no one knows – I don't want to say no one knows his intentions because I think his intentions are obvious, but no one can say he doesn't deserve the job or he wasn't, he's not talented enough to have the job or he's not smart enough to have the job. He has the job, and – Jack Dorsey was in charge of putting him there. Um, head of site integrity is kind of a wide-ranging role. It's just not to um, fact-check. In fact, they do very little fact-checking over at Twitter. Um, they fact-check Trump, but they haven't really fact-checked anything else. I think yesterday they fact-checked something on China, but they didn't start fact-checking until they got the blowback from Trump. So the important thing here is, is, is like the turn of events. Trump posted a tweet saying pretty much mail-in ballots were ripe with fraud, saying that he, he didn't want mail-in ballots simply because people could take them out of the mailbox and sign off for them, or with elderly people, they could have their children vote for them, fill out the form for them, and their children could pick whoever they wanted. And there's a list of reasons he gained for this. Now, let me tell you that voter fraud is a real thing. It happens. Now, I, I don't know to the extent of what it happens because we haven't researched that yet. I do know that it happens. I do know there's been several instances. Uh, I've heard back and forth some as little as 30 instances. And then I've also heard that, that people found ballots in the trunk, a huge stack of ballots in the trunk of a car. I can't really comment on it because we haven't looked into it. And we will look into it. That's going to be a follow-up conversation we're going to have, if not Friday, on Monday, depending on how long it takes us to get to the bottom of the facts. But right now we're just talking about Trump's tweet and the fact that he was fact-checked. Um, so when he posted this tweet, Twitter decided to have Yoel Roth, who is the fact check, label this as a misleading tweet. The problem with that is, is Yoel Roth went to CNN and MSNBC to fact check it, and it turns out the fact check was wrong. It wasn't misleading. There is a real possibility of voter fraud with mail-in ballots simply because 
just because they're going to someone's house doesn't mean that they're actually getting them. And it also doesn't mean that the person who got them is the one actually filling them out. And there's a whole, again, a whole bunch of other reasons I don't want to get into. But what I'm saying is his tweet wasn't wrong. It was correct. There is voter fraud. That's a fact. Voter fraud is a fact. And he was stating that. Now, his opinion is that with mail-in ballots, there, it could be right with even more voter fraud. Again, I don't know the answer to that. We'll find out. That was his opinion. However, this was fact-checked using CNN and MSNBC as the go-to source for the information to claim it suspect or misleading. Now, we all know CNN and MSNBC are primarily a left-wing media outlet. So that, that made me kind of question things when I, when I, when I heard that. And that's cool. I kind of why we looked into it today. Um, two months prior, they also flagged a Trump tweet, but they also did not flag a almost similar tweet made by Joe Biden. So they, they singled out Trump and didn't fact check or flag almost an identical tweet that was made by Joe Biden on the same topic. So that, again, gave me some kind of, I don't know, made me kind of curious to see what else we could find. So we dug into this. We have to take a really quick commercial break. We'll be back in about 60 seconds. We're going to get into uh, Yoel Roth and his past tweets so you can get a better understanding of, of the whole situation and maybe just make why it was flagged. We'll be right back, guys. Stay tuned. This podcast is brought to you by Telegraph Local. TelegraphLocal.com, the web's only real opinion-free breaking news platform. At Telegraph Local, our team reports and delivers real facts for real reporting. In this day and age, facts are extremely important. Facts matter. Real news matters. The only real place to find these facts is on TelegraphLocal.com. So if you, like many, many, many others, are tired of the same misconstrued reality of the world and of the current aggressive political landscape, come on over to telegraphlocal.com. We'd love to have you. Read, comment, share. Telegraph Local, your opinion-free news headquarters. All right, guys, we are back. Sorry about the quick commercial break. You know, we got we to let you know who, is, uh, who Telegraph Local is, so you can go to Telegraph Local and check us out and read some of our cool articles and realize that we are really the only opinion-free news site on the Internet today. We're not Fox. We're not CNN. We're not MSNBC. We're not ABC or NBC or CBS. We are Telegraph Local, and we will give you the facts. Now, the talk show itself that you're listening to right now is fact-based opinion. So we take the same facts that we write about, and then we have our, our podcast several times a week to talk about those and to give some opinion about how possibly things could go down. Right now, for those of you just tuning in, we are talking about uh, President Trump and the whole Twitter feud with Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter, and Yoel Roth, who is the head of site integrity. So we talked um, a few minutes ago about who Jack Dorsey was, who Yoel Roth was, and we talked about um, Trump getting flagged and uh, – getting fact-checked, 
using CNN and MSNBC as the fact checkers who actually gave wrong information. So the fact check itself was wrong. Now, Twitter and Jack Dorsey are standing by their fact check. They followed up yesterday with fact checking a Chinese article uh, or, or tweet, tweet. What a stupid name, tweet. I've never figured that out. But um, that being said, that's kind of where we are now. So we're going to look into Yol Roth a little bit, look at some of his past tweets to kind of get an idea for who he is. Now, I don't know any head of any major corporation, Ford, uh, Toyota, um, Philip Morris, that tweets out constant stuff about how they personally feel. Most CEOs are more intelligent than that. They know not to do that. They know that once they give their opinion about something, they're going to alienate part of their base. And they're going to get, they're going to get pushback no matter what. No matter who you side with, they're going to get pushback. You know, heads of CEOs know not to talk about politics or religion. It's something they don't, they don't talk about. They do. They don't talk about it in public anyway. They sure as heck don't tweet it out. Yo Roth has some tweets. He once referred to Trump, the Trump team as actual Nazis. This was a tweet sent out by Yo Roth. Another tweet, he called Kellyanne Conway a Nazi. So in two tweets, he referred to the Trump team as actual Nazis, Kellyanne Conway as a Nazi. He also sent out a tweet where he called Mitch McConnell a personality-free bag of farts. <clears throat> now, I've got to be honest with you. I find that kind of funny. I really don't find that very, uh, very criticizing. A lot of people don't have personalities, whatever. Maybe I don't have a personality. Maybe you don't have a personality. I don't see whether that's a negative or positive. Personality-free bag of farts, I think it's kind of comical. It's kind of inventive. It's kind of a good play on words there. And, and I'll be honest with you, Mitch McConnell really doesn't have much of a personality that we see in the public anyway. I don't know how he is behind closed doors, but I got a chuckle out of that. He also sent a tweet out that said, we fly over states that voted for that racist tangerine for a reason. So there are just four examples of tweets that the head of site integrity, Yo Roth, sent out on Twitter. Whether he still has those tweets up or not, I don't know. So the head of site integrity, who is tasked with fact-checking, among other things, political tweets, fact-checks, President Trump's tweet using data from CNN and MSNBC, extremely left-leaning news agencies, after he sends out at least four, which is all we could find, at least four tweets directly aimed at politics, calling people in the Trump team, Kellyanne Conway, Mitch McConnell, who is a re- Republican senator, and Trump voters, pretty much Nazis and bags of farts, and so on and so forth. So how can someone like this be a head of site integrity when I think the integrity he uses or claims he has is is suspect at best? Why would the head of site integrity tweet things like that? Why would the the head of site integrity only use left-leaning media outlets for his fact check, which did turn out to be wrong. Why? Jack Dorsey defended his actions. Jack Dorsey says they have a, an obligation to make sure what's on their platform is honest and truthful to the best of their ability, which is not true. You're protected by Rule 230 that you're not a media company. So Twitter's not a media company. Twitter is a free speech platform. They're not a media company. 
if they want to be a media company and get involved now personally with what people tweet free speech-wise on their platform and fact-check it, that now makes them responsible for those tweets, for what people tweet. Therefore, they are no longer a free speech company, a free speech organization. They are now a media company, which means that they no longer have the protection of Rule 230. It goes away. They are under the same rules and guidelines as every other news and media company out there to do their best to make sure what they report on is factual, to make sure that what the, 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 to make best sure that what goes on their site is factual. Because when Fox and CNN and MSNBC and Telegraph Local, for that matter, post up on their site, we have to fact check it. We have to list our facts. If you read any article in Telegraph Local, you will find at least two, if not usually way well, a, lot, a heck of a lot more, actually, two at minimum links to where we have fact-checked and we link back to those facts and what site we found them on, where they come from, to make sure that we have done our due diligence that what we're bringing you is factual and true. We're not Telegraphlogo.com itself is not an opinion site. It's a factual site. The only thing we give you is facts. So we have to make sure. Now, will we make mistakes? I'm sure we will. Will we sometimes get the facts wrong? I hope not, but that, that, that's based on where we find our facts. We use CNN, but we also use right-leaning organizations too. We try to divide it up to make sure that the facts are the same, that this actually happened, this event happened, or, or this was said, or this wasn't said, or, or whatever else we need to do to make sure the facts are verified. So the reality is what we have to go through every day before we post articles Jack Dorsey now really has to do it as well. I don't know what Trump is saying right now. I'm sure I'll find out soon. Something tells me he's taking away the C-230 protection from Twitter and from Facebook. You know, even Mark Zuckerberg himself actually called out Twitter and disagreed with them, saying it wasn't their place to get involved with each and every word that was posted on their site. And he's right, because they're not a media site. They're a free speech site. YouTube actually removed a video that disputed that the World Health Order was giving a couple months ago. So Google, YouTube, is guilty of this as well. They censored a video that disagreed with, the, with who? With the World Health Order. So they have done the same exact thing. They might not have gotten called out on it, but that's not the first time that YouTube and Google have done that. So this isn't something that just happened one time with Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey. This has happened with Google, YouTube. This happened with Facebook. Facebook's actually set up an integrity-type team. The vast majority of people on their team, it's like 20 or something, are mainly all left-leaning Democrats. Now, you could say, oh, well, they can, they can differentiate their personal opinion from their job. Not really. That's not really true, especially when it comes to something that they know they can get away with. I know that if, you, if, if, if I'm left-leaning, or right-leaning for that matter, and someone posts something I don't agree with, and I have a chance to delete it before a lot of people view that, and they don't know who deleted it except a fact-checking team, why wouldn't I? If I wanted my, team, my side to win, whether it's right or left or in the middle, why wouldn't I help them? Integrity is only strong as the beholder of that integrity. And the temptation, I feel, would be too strong. What that means is that they need to be held accountable for why they fact-check something, where they got the information, why they were wrong, apologize when they're wrong, so on and so forth. 
these are things that have a feeling that the, the Wild West of social media, I think, is coming to an end real quick, very quick. Uh, should private companies be the arbiter of truth? What gave a private company the right to be an arbiter of truth? Who do they think they are? Where do they think they get the power to stifle free speech from? Something that we've been guaranteed for hundreds of years since the, the, the country was founded. Who gives them the right to do so? And that's a big question. Who does give them the right to do that? Where do they get off? Who do they think they are? They think they're more powerful than the Constitution or the Bill of Rights. And I don't agree with that at all. And I don't think most people would. I think most rational people would disagree with that. Maybe you don't, and that's your opinion. That's free speech. You can post that on Twitter or Facebook, and maybe, just maybe, you won't get fact-checked on it. How can they fact-check others when they, too, push tweets that are also not true? Kellyanne Conway obviously is not a Nazi. Donald Trump and his team is not a Nazi. You might not like them, and I have issues with Donald Trump myself. I'm not a huge Donald Trump fan. But I know for a fact they're not Nazis. They're not flying a swastika flag from the White House. They're not walking around with, with, with swastikas on their shirts. They haven't done anything in three and a half years that would resemble them pushing a Nazi agenda. So Yoel Roth, the head of site integrity at Twitter, can post tweets that are opinion, not fact, opinion, but he doesn't fact check himself. I, I just, I'm, I'm kind of lost here with this. And I wonder if the listeners today, by the way, we're starting to gain a lot of listeners, and I want to thank all of you for doing that. I love the fact you're supporting us and you like what we do. Believe me, our team works very hard to bring you news stories that are fact-based and awesome and get to the point and that are breaking news. So I appreciate that. I really, really want to thank you guys a lot for that. We, we're getting a very big uh, welcome into the podcast community with our, our, our podcast. So thank you so much. And you know what? I'm even giving you a round of applause right now. But I guess my question, my biggest question now is how can the head of security, Roth, post tweets that aren't factually correct, that are actually opinion, but not get fact-checked? So who's in charge of fact-checking the fact-checkers, right? Who is that? Are they going to hire another team, an outside team, to fact-check Yoel Roth or Jack Dorsey? I don't think so. I don't think that's ever going to happen. Why? Because they feel as though they have the power to be the guardians of what they feel is free speech and what isn't free speech and what's true and what isn't true. Although they run their entire platform for years and years and years and years and years, stating that they were a free speech platform and that their job was not to police what people were putting on their site. Now, they've canceled sites and Twitter feeds of dominant Republican right-winning people, but they haven't done it to the Democrats. I don't know one site they've disabled, one Twitter site, one Twitter page, one Twitter feed they, they disabled that's on the Democrat side. Now, and I could be wrong. We looked for it and couldn't find any. There may be some out there. I don't know, but I can tell you this. We looked pretty darn hard and couldn't find any. So it goes back to 
Should private companies be the arbiter of the truth? My answer is no. Absolutely not. So now what goes on from here? Since we or I, and I think a lot of other people feel the same way, you know, this wasn't about Donald Trump's tweet. As I said in the beginning of the show, this was about stifling free speech. So forget Donald Trump's tweet. Forget uh, Yoel Roth calling Kellyanne Conway a Nazi and so on and so forth, and Mitch McConnell calling a, calling or, or Yoel Roth calling Mitch McConnell a personality-free bag of farts, which again I find it kind of humorous. Forget all that. The question comes down to why is Twitter allowed to tweet whatever they want out without fact-checking it, but they think they have the right to fact-check other tweets? I think it's pretty crazy. Voter fraud, we know happens. Now, we don't know the extent of it. We probably never will. This isn't like you know when JFK got elected and the, and the mob was sitting outside of election polls in Chicago threatening to break people's legs if they didn't vote Democrat. This isn't that. There are things here that we'll never know. There, we'll never know the inside thought process of Jack Dorsey and Yoel Roth. We can get an idea just based alone on the tweets he sent, but we don't really know at the end of the day what they say to themselves in private at night or in the afternoon or on the weekends when they're hanging out playing golf or swimming or whatever they're doing. We'll never know. They'll never tell us. But I don't feel that they have the ability well, they have the ability to, but I don't think they have the right to do it. And I think we're going to see a lot of stuff change very soon when it comes to the wild west of social media, being able to do what they please, when they please, how they please. Guys, we're going to take another quick commercial break. We'll be back in about two minutes, and we'll talk a little bit more on this topic. All right, stay tuned, please. This podcast is brought to you by Telegraph Local, telegraphlocal.com, the web's only real opinion-free breaking news platform. At Telegraph Local, our team reports and delivers real facts for real reporting. In this day and age, facts are extremely important. Facts matter. Real news matters. The only real place to find these facts is on telegraphlocal.com. So if you, like many, many, many others, are tired of the same misconstrued reality of the world and of the current aggressive political landscape, come on over to telegraphlocal.com. We'd love to have you. Read, comment, share. Telegraph Local, your opinion-free news
that they're able to tweet their own opinion out or post their own opinion and not be held accountable or fact-checked for that, but they turn around and fact-check others for doing the same thing, even when the, the avenues they use to fact-check are um, at best questionable. So if I were you guys, I would follow this, and uh, it's an important topic, and there's something I think is going to make a splash very soon, probably starting today. We're going to shorten this up a little bit because that's all I really wanted to talk about today. I thought it was important to get it out there. Guys, we have a new podcast coming out. The first one starts tomorrow at 4 p.m. It's a true crime podcast. We're going to be talking about the Grimes murders. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be about an hour long, part one anyway. And then next Friday, we'll have part two to it. But some really cool information is based on a, on a murder that happened, several murders, actually, that happened in Chicago back in the 50s. Um, the person responsible for, they think, all the murders, they could never peg all of the murders on. They could peg only one of them. Even then, he got a very light treatment. So tomorrow at 4 p.m., Friday at 4 p.m., Friday, 529.20, we're going to launch our first ever true crime podcast. It's going to be awesome. Tune in for it. In the meantime, go to telegraphlocal.com. You can find all the information we talked about on today's show posted on telegraphlocal.com. Just click um, any of the, the buttons up there. You can click science, you can click the health and fitness, the world news, U.S. news, religious news, whatever you're into. Uh, obviously, our politi- political news is up there as well. So check it out, and uh, we will see you probably tomorrow for another news daily news update. We hope you guys are staying safe out there. Thanks again for listening, and we will see you tomorrow. <laughs>